Okay, here we go. He is ice cool in moments like this. Oh, the big fella runs back into heavy traffic. Look at him go! Sunday footy talk. James Graham and Dobbo with you, a listener podcast. James Graham, look at this, mate. The dogs are having a party. A big win last night over the Rabbitohs. Yeah, how good. We're going to be pulling that apart and also get ready for Dobbo in the kitchen. Yeah, well, I'm going to talk about my love of food. Not. But also what's going on at the West Tigers. Warriors beating the Parramatta Eels as well, 46 points to 10. So much to get through. James Graham and Dobbo with you. This is Footy Talk, a listener podcast. Sunday footy talk. It used to be my favourite Sunday footy talk uh, when I have other people in here, but it's not today. James Graham, the jammer. Uh, hello, happy Sunday. The dogs are having a party. How happy are you? Beloved Bulldogs, last night, 36 points to 32. They nearly got run over at the end, and the Warriors, 46 points to 10 over Parramatta. Two games of football, but let's start with the dogs are having a party, my friend. Yeah, well, after last week's demolition at the hands of the Newcastle Knights, um, you know, going into that game with, with Souths missing so many players and for South Sydney to be significant favourites even still sort of showed where yeah. the expectation was at, but delighted for, for the club and Cam Serrado to get the victory. Um, yeah, it was against a South Sydney team mi- missing, uh, you know, all, a, a number of their stars, I think, sure. I think six, but that said, like, they still needed to go out there and get the job done. And after after you lose a game in fashion like that and you're, circling around the bottom of the table you can start to feel sorry for yourselves but I thought uh, a number of the players really stood up yesterday Matt Burton I thought was outstanding Uh, Toby Sexton did well on his debut for the club as well so some positive signs there for the Bulldogs and they'll just be delighted winning's everything like we, 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 we tend to focus on performance and then let the result take care of itself but there's no better thing than getting a win Saturday night against a Cross city rival in like South Sydney, the the the, the lads will be, yeah, they're, they're buzzing today. They're buzzing. Gemma, I just want to go back on the Toby Sexton. I mean, he gets transferred last Sunday. He flies to Sydney. He makes his debut wearing the seven jersey. He made a try, well, not a try saving, but a, a decision to to dive on a loose ball with a minute to go that in the end, was pivotal to them winning the match. But the combination already looked a bit more crisper. And, I mean, it's going to take time. But he belongs in first grade. There's no two ways about it. And I thought that, you know, you can build something with that Burton-Sexton-Halves combination. I mean, I, to me, it was a positive. I'm not saying he was unbelievable. No. But it, it looked better than it's looked in the last month. Yeah, and look, I... I... I stand by this that I, I don't think transfer should happen this late in the in the piece. I was against the, the transfer of Ben Hunt and, and still am and you know just because it's a, a lesser player that that doesn't but the dogs are taking advantage of the, of the situation they needed a, a genuine seven Toby Sexton had a from all accounts a, you know high hopes at the Gold Coast Titans he was you know the old in quotation marks the next big thing. Yeah, probably didn't quite live up to the bill, but he's got a new opportunity at at, at the Bulldogs, and um, I think you know you can tell he's a genuine seven that that, that wants to wants to be there, and I think Matt Burton will 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 benefit from from having him alongside him. 
I agree. Um, on the other hand, uh, South Sydney, they were favourites. I know they had six out. No Latrell who's still injured. But these guys have been lauded by many people as one of the real premiership heavyweights. And they now, and concerningly, have had another loss. They sit in eighth position. Now, to be fair, they've still got two buys. So, you know, you've got to look at that to come. But 10 wins, eight losses, um, they're middle of that top eight at the moment if you look at if you look at that. And they need to get winning. Their defence has been the real worrying part for me of South Sydney. Um, where are they at? Being at the, the – no Cam Murray, no Kilimatungi, no Luttrell, no Cody Walker. There is – Totola, there, there's a lot of players at the moment who aren't in that side who are going to come back in there. Campbell Graham will come back. Look, there's a lot. A lot to come back in there. Where are South Sydney truly at? If you look at the league table, you you can forgive yourself if you're a South fan to start to panic a little bit. But the league table lies. The table yeah. is lying to us at the moment. They're on the same number as wins of the team coming second. So I think if you're South Sydney, absolutely no need to panic to to guarantee playoffs and and actually cement yourself in there. They need three wins from their the, the last six games. They're going to go way over and above that. They, they've got a very beneficial, favourable buy schedule as well. So they've got a buy next week and then they've still got one up their sleeve. I think in the penultimate round, they have the buy in round 26 as well. So look, they couldn't be in any better position. Fresh bodies at the back end of the season is so important. I think with that buy schedule as well, they won't be as desperate for that top four I think the top four used to be so favorable because you could get that week off or potentially have a week off where I don't think that's needed because of South having to buy this week and then in the penultimate week of the season and also let's not forget I think they've got the most influential player to come back into that team and before he got injured Latrell Mitchell that was him he was the most influential player on on the result in the game I believe before he got injured and He's still got to come back. He'll be nice and fresh. You know, Salsa are in this comp. They are one of the heavyweights. They are one of the favourites. What about this stat? They've conceded over 28 points in the last five five of the last six matches. Like, does that not concern you? Um, You know, like, I mean, I know you're saying they're a heavyweight and I'm with you on this, their attack's good, but that stat doesn't lie. 28 points in the last five of their last six matches they've conceded. No, I I, I get that, but that's part of South's identity is they're they're more of an attacking team than a defensive mindset team. That's who they are. That's their identity. So they live and die off that. Now... Would they would they be working on their defence? Absolutely. But they know that they've got points. And that might come back to haunt them. That might be what takes them out, that they couldn't defend their way to a victory. Yeah, it's an interesting position that they're going to be in. Uh, we, we will obviously watch, and, and you're right, they have had 10 wins, they're on 22 points, and they've still got two buys to go. So they will, you know, once, I mean, I don't know when this, table actually looks like I suppose round 27 is when we when we know what the table truly is before like that well you've just got to look yep. at the win loss ratio just look at the wins versus losses that's all you yep. need to do so that would have if you if you look at that as of today speaking Brisbane should be on top with the Panthers and the Raiders second and third and then you've got um Warriors Storm Rabbitohs and Sharks all together on wins and then you've got the Eels just along with equal with the Cowboys and look, they'll get a buy as well. So the Cowboys are coming as well. So there's no two ways about it. And today's game, 
which I never thought I'd say this from a perspective for both teams, it's do or die for their season today. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, whichever team, yeah. whichever team out of the Titans or the Dolphins win, um, they can go on. They can still have hope. The other team, you start preparing yeah, it's, for twenty twenty four. Yeah, whoever yeah. whoever loses today, it's over. It's over. Let's talk about the Warriors. Um, the, to me, Andrew Webster's the coach of the year at the moment. Without like, I, and I know that's a huge call, and I know it could be Kevin Walters because of what he's done. But where the Warriors have been over the last four seasons compared to the style of football now, be it. Parramatta didn't have a lot of players. I completely accept that. But they were ruthless, the Warriors. And good teams, and this is what I haven't seen from Brisbane, and I I hate to say it, when they can smell blood in the water at the moment, Brisbane haven't got to that ruthless stage where they just go. Um, And last night I saw a Warriors team, 46 points to 10, playing a a, a depleted Parramatta team, and they put a score on them. And they're, they're a good, and they're a like good team that. to watch as well. Like, they're yeah. an entertaining team to watch. And there's so many positive stories coming out of the, the Warriors at the minute. Let's not forget the adversity that they went through, the sacrifices that they made in order to keep this competition alive a couple of seasons ago. Now they're yeah. back home. Andrew Webster, you know, a, a lot of people, you know, question who, who's this guy that's taken over the Warriors and will it just be more of the same again? But it's great what he's actually done with... You know, a team without, I think it's fair to say, like genuine superstars, you know, genuine marquee players. They've got that next year with Roger Tuivasa-Shek coming back, but look what he's had, the impact. Like, Fanua Blake is their, is their go-to man. Like, he's in, he's been incredible. I've loved what Jackson Ford has brought to the organization as well. Like, what a pickup he's been. But his progress, I think... Uh, or his development is through coaching and, and, and trust and belief in, in his game. Um, and then their spine, they sort of just sneak under the radar a little bit, don't they, with, with, with Johnson and Metcalf now. Wade Egan, what a player he is, and Charles Nickel Cookstar. Jackson wow. Ford, Jackson Ford, I, I, he's one of the blokes that I'm just like, mate, what, a, where, you know, I'm, I knew he was good. He, he made the most tackles for the Warriors last night. Like, he's, you know, and I mean, it, these guys are absolutely playing above their about not their ability. That's but they're absolutely doing it well. I mean, Jackson Ford had two hundred and three run meters last on, on twelve carries. Yeah, he was, he was very, he was very good yesterday. Yeah, you know, like and and you know like Torhu Harris. I mean, great footballer, but he's playing. He's getting the best out of every player. What you're saying is so right, Gemma. Uh, you know, he's getting Andrew Webster is getting the best. At, he's squeezing every drop out of every player, which. Is what a coach is to do. He, yeah. He's and then they're not over reliant on like this superstar, you know. Like they they they're not just like okay, well we need this guy to shine to play well today. They're just playing well as a team. They connect well together. Like they're they're a yeah. great side to watch, and what a story it's been. They're in the eight, they'll, 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 and they stay there. Um, I mean, they run home, yes. They've got they've got a difficult run home in areas, but you know I, I think they're they're a top eight side this year. I, can they challenge? You know, are they, are they a team that you you know like at the back end business in whips are cracking? We're in round nineteen, so we've got eight weeks to go. Can they challenge? If they can get um, a home semi, I think they'll advance. Like the, the home ground advantage over there, that'd be a horrible place to go and play finals. I, yeah. I think if they, if they can. If they can get a home a home game at some point, so that might even mean finish fifth or sixth. Like the the joint will be rocking, and 
you know, you get one win and then who knows. But that's what that's what it's about for them. I, I think it, for them, it's about getting a home semi and just you know ride on that momentum that a home semi will bring them. Well, they got the Sharks uh, next weekend, next Sunday. Then they go into the Raiders. Over be, there. so got, there's a couple of very important games. That's well, they're both the home games as well. And yeah. um, then they've got the Titans, the Tigers, the Seagulls, St. George, the Dolphins. So you'd expect that they win just by the way this you'd, they'd win those last five, you would think. But these two games uh, will determine exactly yeah. where they are. We're going to take a break. This is Footy Talk, a listener podcast with James Graham and Dobbo on a Sunday. <laughs> Welcome back to Footy Talk. James Graham and Dobbo with you on a Sunday. Let's talk uh, the West Tigers. Tim Sheens now is in the spotlight to be potentially under pressure. I I thought they did the best off, off last season. I thought their recruiting was the best out of any team uh, the way they went um, with the players that they bought there. Papali'i, uh, Api Corosau, they, they, they Clemmer, Bateman. Clemmer, Bateman. They did a very, very good job. They've under-delivered. There's no two ways about it. Um, they've underperformed, and I can't put my finger on exactly why. Now, yes, responsibility has got to be some on the players, the front office, as we've talked about this numerous times, but this Tim Sheens, Benji Marshall, Robbie Farrar, coaching merry-go-round, it, it doesn't seem to be working. Should he be under pressure now, Tim Sheens? No. Why? Because the plan is to get Benji in. And Benji now is basically coaching the team. So Tim is taking all the bullets for Benji. So what, How good let, is that? that? No, no, I'm sorry, Jim. I've got to pull you up. That to me, mate, you're either basically coaching and Tim she No, mate. You're either the head coach or you're the assistant coach. And if you're the head coach, you coach. This transition, do you think Wayne Bennett, when Jason Demetrio, Jason, no. Yeah, yeah, Wayne that, Bennett's that was the different. coach. That was, that was, well, that was well different. it's not it different was, because it, 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 it was a transitional of period. Of course it was different. Why? Why is it different? He was an assistant. Because and, Wayne Bennett was there and he knew he was moving on and they, they earmarked Jason so Demetrio. So Sheen knows he's moving on. He knows that. Yeah, I know. So you're asking about what, so the situation is different. With Salts were never under pressure. In, in terms of re- results, there was no like, oh, do we sack Wayne now and bring Jason Demetrio in? So the situation is very different. So you're asking me the question about should um, West oh, Tigers get rid of Sheens now and then parachute Benji in a year early? Well, no, because he's obviously not... like. So imagine if Benji was under this sort of pressure now and then his coaching career could be done. Perhaps the people at the Tigers know it's going to well, be at coach. least another two or don't three coach. years. Don't before- coach. Go and coach your team. Go and coach a New South Wales Cup team for a couple of years. Go and cut your teeth there. If you want to come in and be a head coach and practice well, coaching, so do well, yeah, but this, just, but, you either yeah, take it all. But, or you're but not that, half in, half out. But, but that's a that's a conversation for twelve months ago. Not for now. They've made they've they've mapped out their plan. You can say that yeah, go and coach a New South Wales Cup team or, or or whoever it may be. But that was a conversation for twelve months ago. That's not a conversation for today. So you think they got it right? Well, if they're not doing the results, what? Results-wise, they're not getting it right. Performance-wise, they're not getting it right. Recruitment-wise, they're not getting it right. They've got too many chiefs. You know, you know when I go home to cook, and when I go home and my wife cooks, and I go into the kitchen, and I try to cook. She get out. I'm cooking. I said, righto. So I'll go. And, I'll go and sit at the table and wait. There's too many people wanting to cook in that kitchen. 
So they need to have a few want to sit at the table and not cook. I, I don't agree with that, but I mean that's a, a good analogy from you in a, in a in a way. I, my mind's just thinking about you just sitting there waiting for your dinner, banging on the table, impatiently waiting. I imagine. Um, I'd want you out of my kitchen as well. By the way, well, in the good. way, always I in the come way. To your kitchen, All, always I in come the to way. Your kitchen. I don't want to come to your kitchen. Well, the, the the reason the Tigers are doing this is to shield Benji from some of the harsher things that come with coaching. That's why See, they're doing I, it. I don't agree with that. I, yeah, like, well, how, mate, he played how, how in the game. Agree? He played in the game for fifteen seasons. He was under criticism. He knew the media. Not he like worked in the media. Not like a coach. He was not under criticism like a coach gets under criticism. But mate, when he was when he was playing at West Tigers, and if they weren't going well, they weren't going. Oh, shoot, we, we need to sack Benji Marshall. You need to be sacked. The it's no, you get dro dropped. It's different. Very different, and We're the gonna bullets disagree keep on this. Com- the bullets keep coming from the media about the Tigers' coaching position. So, if Benji's in there next year, can they see r- realistically change results-wise within the next twelve months? Well, the the answer by keeping Tim Sheens is probably not. So he's doing the hard yards for Benji, and then in twenty twenty-five, Benji will take over, and it's and it's his. When I imagine they are planning. I don't think for it gets a better that team far. on the I don't field. Think, you think they're going to go through all this pain again next season before? I'm sorry. No. All right. No. Well. They won't have a membership base. That, 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 you know, that, that, it, it could be too late by then. No way do they go all of next season, wait till 2025. You think the fans, you think the people, the West Tigers supporters are going to last and, and, and stay around while this garbage continues? Seriously. Jammer. We're going to finish. That's it from us here. Thank you, James Graham. Um, once again, it's once all again. about the fans, isn't it, Dobbo? It is all that's about the fans. That's a bit of a fans. narrative that's been being spun. Oh, the poor old fans, eh? We're going to get to that Don't another day. Don't you tell the fans how they should feel. Let them make their own minds up. They have Don't... been. They've been booing them off the field. They have been. And you think they're going to have another? You think they're going to do another year of that? Sorry, please. Mate, you, you've been eating too much of that noodles that you eat too much. You've had whatever you call it. What's the noodles you call? What's it called? Pot noodle. Pot noodle. You've had too much pot noodle. That's it, James Graham. We'll get it. <laughs> That's Sunday Footy Talk, a list of podcasts. We'll see you next time.